Welcome back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. This is Stephanie, your host. And on this podcast, we talk about all kinds of different ways that we can drive generational change through our motherhood. And we have conversations about finances and health, marriage, mindset, parenting. Uh, It doesn't really freaking matter. Anything that we can work on as mothers just to become 1% better ourselves. So ultimately, it overflows into our children. Now, today, you guys, oh my goodness, I am so excited about this guest that I had on. And we had such a great conversation. And I'm so mad because we clicked end as our interview kind of came to an end. And then we talked for 20 more minutes. And it was just like, straight gold. So I'm going to try to see if we can get her back on. I think you guys will want her back on. Uh, And or we might I might try to get an Instagram live with her going and you guys can ask her any and all questions that you have. But today we are talking about style and specifically postpartum. So if you've ever kind of asked yourself, what the heck do I wear when I am in the process of like building our family and you're pregnant and then you're postpartum and then you're nursing and everything just feels like really soft and gross and (laughs) your boobs are like milky and you're just like, man, this is not feeling super cute right now. And it also, there's a practical uh, or realistic kind of reason where we're like, well, I don't really want to spend, you know, X amount of money on a pair of jeans when I'm four sizes bigger than I thought, you know, or, or that. I thought than I I was. And I, you know, I'm literally just postpartum. So I'll probably lose some of that. Or maybe some of us, you know, don't lose the weight. Or honestly, our bodies just change. Our hips get wider. Like apparently, you know, your feet like can grow a half size. Like, oh, it's just amazing, right? What we do to become mothers to our bodies. And so this conversation um, is a really, really good one because it is just like completely covered in self-love and really accepting your postpartum uh, self, whether you are done having babies, whether you are in the middle, smack dab in the middle of having babies or, you know, whatever that might look like. So I am very excited to introduce to you guys Jamie Baker. She is an Enneagram 7, which you will be able to uh, hear. (laughs) She's just as spunky as they come. And she actually lives in Virginia with her husband. And she has a three-year-old son and a newborn baby that is a week older than our little Lucy girl. Um, And she is actually a former Hollywood stylist who kind of pivoted her career after she realized how difficult, difficult it was to just navigate style postpartum, right? And she realized that too many moms were frustrated with closets full of nothing to wear. So she created a business to serve them and help get them dressed. And she really empowers busy moms with confidence to really crush their everyday goals through curated wardrobes. And this is not like a capsule wardrobe or whatever. She really is trying to figure out what your style is because it's not just about the clothes you wear. It's the life that you lead in the clothes and what that, how much confidence that can give you. And so I loved this interview. She's, she name dropped a lot of different like nursing bras and jeans and all kinds of stuff and, and whatever up from cheap jeans, cheap meaning inexpensive to more expensive stuff. Um, my favorite thing, which I'm actually going to try where the good American uh, forever fit or always fit, I think it's always fit jeans, where they fit you for four sizes postpartum. Now, apparently they're like 150 bucks and they're Kardashian. So, you know, bougie, but um, apparently they're amazing and I'm actually going to get a pair. So I'll let you know how they are, because how amazing is that? That they really fit you well for four sizes, which almost is like, you know, if you're going to spend money on four jeans and four different sizes, might as well just get one. 
So without any further ado, let me introduce to you our guest and this amazing conversation with Jamie Baker. All right, Jamie, welcome to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. Can you just give my listeners a little bit of who you are, what you do, and um, just kind of give us an intro to the work that you do for moms and everything with that? Absolutely. So I am now a mom of two. I just had a baby girl 12 weeks ago. I have a four, almost four-year-old boy. Um, a wife. I live in Richmond, Virginia, but originally from Los Angeles, California. So when I was in Los Angeles, I went to school for styling, did the whole Hollywood situation, did red carpet and editorial, commercials, everything that looks really cool on resumes and sounds really fun, but it's actually the least glamorous thing you could ever do. And realized that I did not find any reward in seeing my name in any sort of credit or working with any big names. It was when I styled a friend who got a job promotion with Disney and she looked in the mirror and she said, can I take a picture of myself? I never thought I could look like this. And that's when I knew she started crying. I was like, this is, this is what I'm called to do. I need to work with personal on a personal level with women and impact their life. And then I went on to have a baby and could not figure out how to get dressed in this new body. I went from working a nine-to-five job to taking my business fully um, working at home digitally and one-on-one with clients. So it was very different than a nine-to-five job. And I was looking in my closet. Nothing fits. Nothing works for my life. If I'm a professional stylist and I'm having a hard time doing this, how are everyday moms who aren't professional stylists navigating this? And I quickly realized that they weren't. I was going to say, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought I took it on as my personal mission to build myself a mom form and figure out how to make this simple, take my whole method that I've been using on women for the last 10 years and put it into play for moms specifically. And then I made a business out of it. I love it. And I think it's so, I think you hit the nail on the head when we're not freaking dealing with it. And I was laughing with my husband before we press record and I'm like, it's really fitting that I am having a conversation with Jamie this morning on the podcast because I am in his sweatpants and his t-shirt right now. Like <laughs> I am like the quintessential hot, like the hot mess, like just blood on top of my head. Now I will say um, that this is the perfect conversation for this season in my life because, and we can go more into this, but I am someone who have has always said, I genuinely don't care about clothes. Now I am like pretty athletic build. I did sports all my life. Like I don't like, um, I don't really struggle to find clothes that necessarily fit me. I just don't really care. I am like a jeans and a t-shirt girl. I mean, I have t-shirts from high school, free church t-shirts. Like that is what I wear all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a stay at home mom of five and I also, my business is from home. (laughs) So I'm just like jeans and a t-shirt. I don't really care. But then it's funny. I mean, I'm telling you, my husband and I probably spend like maybe a hundred year, a hundred dollars together on clothes per year since like for the last like 15 years that we've been together. So clothes have never been like a big um, part of my life. It's just like whatever is there. And so now though, that we are done having babies, we were talking before, we just had our sweet girl who's 11 weeks and I just ordered, or I started doing stitch fix. 
because I actually started for my husband, but I got myself some too. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like addicted. I love this. Like these jeans fit this shirt fits. Like it's cute. It's not just like, you know, my old volleyball t-shirt from high school. And I'm like, maybe I didn't hate clothes. Maybe I just didn't know what to do when I was literally either nursing pregnant or postpartum the last 10 Mm -hmm. years of my life. So yeah. How do you, what, can you just talk about your approach and like how you help moms just in general in this season? Absolutely. I think that there's a difference between I don't care about clothes and really digging into the message behind that. There are some moms that truly don't care about clothes because, and they put clothes on, like you said, a jeans and a t-shirt. There's nothing wrong with jeans and a t-shirt. I'm not one for fancy style. The problem becomes when you throw on like your husband's sweatpants and a dirty t-shirt or don't take a shower for five days and one day of not getting dressed turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into a year. And then you wake up one day and you're like, who am I? And don't, And it's not so much that I want anybody to care about clothes. I think there's an underlying excuse and kind of a lie that we can bust with saying you're a lot of people hide behind that lie of I don't care about clothes. And they end up thinking about clothes more than the person that just gets dressed in the morning does. They end up thinking about clothes because when it comes time to get in the picture, go to Target or see their friends, they're not ready. And then they're stressed out and they're overwhelmed and they don't know what to put on. So they don't show up for life in a way that they could if they simply got dressed. Mm, yeah. So it's a whole scenario to unpack but I would like to challenge – there's two two challenges I like to challenge stay-at-home moms to do. One, like you mentioned, you got the stitch fix and you're like, this is really fun. I actually kind of enjoy this. Is kind of, is Take note, journal one day when you're wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt and a messy bun and what happened that day. How did you feel about yourself when you looked in the mirror? Did you hide from the mirror or did you look in the mirror and smile at that woman – that reflection looking back at you? Do you like the woman you see? Did you go outside of the house more? Did you flirt with your husband a little bit more or less? Like what was your productivity like that day that you wore sweatpants and a t-shirt again? Then get dressed one day in an outfit that makes you feel good. It does not have to be fancy. A pair of jeans that make your booty look good and give you the right amount of compression on your tummy, a t-shirt with a little half tuck and maybe a fun earring. And compare productivity relationships, looking in the mirror, how you feel when you look down at yourself during the day. Maybe you got another deal if you work from home. If you have a a business where you work from home, maybe you made more money that day. Maybe you went to the grocery store. Maybe you said yes to something you wouldn't have said yes to had you not gotten dressed. Mm -hmm. And comparing those two things. Well, and I think too, just working online and, um, you know, video is obviously when you're working online, that's the big thing. And so it's like, I mean, it's fine. Usually it's just your face (laughs) that's on a video, but like some Mm -hmm. of the different things that I'm doing and recording, it's like, oh, okay. I can't do that today because I, you know what I mean? Like I can't find something that fits and I'm in this weird, I mean, you're 12 weeks postpartum also. And so I'm kind of in this weird point where it's like, okay, well, and especially after my fifth. So I am, okay, Camille, let's talk about this. Sorry. Let me just get my thoughts together here. Yeah. Because this is where, um, like I want to have a kind of practical conversation. Can you help us with this? Because, you know, I've literally been either pregnant, nursing or postpartum, like I said, for 10 years, 10 straight Mm -hmm. years. And so there's an element to that where I feel like so many times I'm like, well, 
and, and I've lost most of my weight, not all of it each time. So I don't, I don't necessarily struggle with weight, but I know many moms do. So both in the, you know, realm of like people who struggle to lose the weight postpartum and then people who don't everywhere in between. If you know that you're not done having kids and you want, you know, you kind of freaking stair step them like we did. I feel like there was always this like, well, I don't really want to go spend a bunch of money on clothes because my body isn't really where it's going to stay. And so that is hard for me because, you know, I can go buy an $8 pair of jeans from Walmart if I wanted to, and that's fine. But that makes more sense to me because my body's going to be changing so much. Like I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans if you know what I mean. But the problem with that is that lasted 10 years. And so now it's like, Okay, so where's the where's the middle ground of like okay, we are clearly in the building a family season. So mm-hmm. how do we manage that or navigate that? Oh my gosh, this is probably one of my favorite conversations. I because I think so many people can relate to it. And there's a few ways to look at this, and the first thing you need to do is be really honest with yourself. So someone in your shoes, you were truly in a transition phase for 10 years, right? Up and down, back and forth for Mm -hmm. 10 years. Some people are done having kids and they're waiting. They've been waiting five years to lose 10 pounds. So Mm -hmm. you have to figure out where you are on that scale. Am I going to have five kids over the next 10 years? Am I done having kids? And I'm, I'm just going to, you know, face the fact that I have an extra 10 pounds. My body is different and I just need to dress this body today. Or are you somewhere in the middle of that where, you know, maybe over the next year you're going to be fluctuating. So the first thing you need to do is be realistic and honest with yourself. Where do I stand in this? And then I think we need to wrap our heads around the mindset that whether it's one year or 10 years of being in transition, that's a lot of days to wake up and not feel good about yourself, to not feel fully yourself and not show up because you are going to eventually change, right? Life, we change throughout life, whether we're postpartum or not. Stuff mm-hmm. changes. Our taste changes. Our size changes. Our what we do in a day changes as our kids get older. Our schedule changes. So our need for the types of clothes we wear changes. So if you think about the first part of okay, three hundred sixty-five days is a lot of days to not feel confident, and not feeling confident has a domino effect of not being as joyful and feeling overwhelmed, and maybe not being as. Um, flirty with your husband and doing date nights and maybe not being as fun with your friends and going out, it, it would lead you to a lot more hiding and a lot less showing up. And that's a lot of days to not show up. So when you determine how long you're going to be in this transition, I would challenge you to buy a wardrobe, a small transition wardrobe where you have a few pair, start with 10 pieces, a few bottoms, a few tops, a few layers that fit you right now that are more, maybe they're not super expensive, but they're not really cheap either. If you, you can shop within your budget, but I'd rather you buy a quality piece from a thrift store than something you're going to wear one time from Walmart and Mm -hmm. not feel good. There's a difference between a pair of jeans that work and a pair of jeans that fit. But I have heard, side note, that the Sofia Vergara jeans at Walmart are really great postpartum. And I'm going to try those this week. Oh. So that's a What were they? Sofia what? Sofia Vergara. Is that her name? She's an actress that has, (laughs) I know, I don't really know either. I just, I remember reading that several times. And so I was like, I need to try this. 
So finding what works in your budget, but really being intentional about a mini, I call it a mini mama form of about 10 pieces that work for you. So maybe it's an oversized tee versus a bodysuit, right? Or a pair of really great leggings versus designer jeans, a pair of jeans. um, I just ordered Good American has a pair called Always Fit and they are expensive, but they fit you for four sizes. So these particular ones fit you from size six to 12. So as I lose weight, they'll still fit me. No. Um, And then you can sell them on Poshmark. So if you buy something designer and then you, I think I'll probably wear them for at least a year. I'm 40 now having a second kid, a C-section. I'm already not going back as quickly as I did with my first. So I'm giving myself a year. I probably think, okay, I'll wear these for a year. That's $150 for 365 days. I wear basic jeans most days. I'll probably wear the heck out of these jeans. So if you actually wear the clothes, it might be worth spending the money if you look at cost per wear, right? So what if you buy $20 jeans, but they only last you three months, and then you have to buy those same jeans three or four times, you spend more money a lot of times on cheaper clothes than you do on quality clothes that might be a little bit more expensive. And then you don't even feel... And you never feel as really good. good. As yeah. good in them, yeah. There's a difference between like, okay, I'm dressed and I put on an outfit to like, I feel good. Like I feel right. really good today. Like showing up for a date night with your partner or showing up at your kid's school for an event or going out with your friends. It's a difference between getting in the picture and hiding. Well, and I think I heard this once. I can't remember who I heard this from, but it made so much sense to me. And it was this, it was, you know, when we are kind of, you know, wearing the frumpy, like we don't really feel good in, we're kind of like, okay, we, you know, we don't want to get rid of these jeans because we'll probably fit back in them, you know, after Mm -hmm. once, you know, postpartum uh, time is over or whatever. And so they're just kind of tight and they kind of have like your belly pooch kind of sticking out, Mm -hmm. but then you wear the shirts a little tighter. So it like shows anyways. And so when we're going and we're like, going to an event or, you know, even something at your kid's school doesn't freaking matter or talking to your friends or, or, you know, you run into somebody from high school or whatever, you know, a store. The problem is, is that when you are talking with them, or let's just even if you're a coach or if you're whatever, if you're talking with them and you are wearing this, then your focus is on, oh my gosh, like, I wonder if they, yeah, like my pooch is sticking out. Like I'm trying to suck in a little bit and not to be like vain, but just, you know how it is. And like, Uh, like this is too tight. And like, I wonder if she notices, you know, that this whatever, you know, I don't like Mm -hmm. my whatever it is. And so the focus is on ourselves and how we feel uncomfortable, not on the other person that we're trying to serve, pay attention to love coach, whatever it is. And so it really does. It's really more than just a pair of jeans and styling, which is what you're (laughs) talking about. It's so much more. I don't care where your clothes from come from or how much money you spend on them. I care how you feel in them and the life you live in them. And when you're putting on clothes that don't fit you, because let's not forget, we're not made for the clothes. The clothes are made for us. So don't work so hard for your clothes. Make the clothes work for you, right? Mm, so yep. when you're working so hard to make something work and it doesn't work, you are so much more focused on clothes than you would be if they just fit you. You, you're when you sit down, you're pulling your pants up over the stomach, or you're pulling them up because the crotch is sagging down because they're too tight, and you're not really engaged. Like you said, you're not serving, you're not loving. You are so obsessed with how you feel, and it, and not in a vain way, just like because it's taking over. When if you put on clothes that fit you and made you feel good, and you went about your day, you would just live your life. 
Right. Well, and I love the pants you were talking about. What'd you say from Good American? Like the always, always fit. fit. Mm-hmm. So I have this pair of um, jeans that I love and I'm like keeping them because I love them. But I know that's probably, I mean, not that we can't keep them because we love them, but it's like, oh, I just want to like fit back into those. But I put them on the other day and they, air quotes, fit. But like when I would sit down and I went and I felt good, like I felt good. I had a cute shirt on. I had my cute new shoes on that I got from Stitch Fix, whatever I had. I felt good. and I was dressed. But then like I went to like cuddle up on my couch to do some work and I had to like unbutton the top and like unzip it halfway because like (laughs) when I was standing, it was fine. But when I was sitting, Uh it wasn't. And so I'm like sitting there and like the whole time it's like a rock in your shoe. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here like this is. And then subconsciously, I feel like it makes you think, gosh, I need to like go freaking get on my bike that I just bought because I need yep. to lose this weight. There's so many, you know, just random things. And so I went upstairs and I changed into a, a different pair of jeans that are just this. I think they're the exact same size. They're just stretchier material. And then I went down and I just felt so much better. And it's like that little switch, I feel like just made me feel more comfortable, which made me be able to focus more. And it wasn't like, okay, the only thing I can focus on is the fact that I had to unzip my pants and sit on my couch. (laughs) And when the clothes don't fit like that, it lends to so much negative self-talk, right? Oh, I need to lose weight. I need to be better. If I only just fit in these, I need to go work out. Maybe I shouldn't eat this. They lend themselves to so much more mental load. And that's not what we need. We don't need negative self-talk. We don't need more of a mental load on how awful we are, right? And how our body should be a certain way instead of the way it is. When really, if you just got a pair of jeans, a bigger size, you wouldn't be thinking any of those things. And you honestly would probably feel cuter. And not like smaller. bigger. Yeah, you're yeah, <laughs> like something that actually fits you and you know whatever makes you makes you look good yeah I think that that's that's definitely a a huge thing because when you walk into your closet I feel like when I walk into my closet in the morning usually I'm like um you know picking up my sweatpants that were I had on the the day before or something and just like throwing them on really quick and then getting all my kids ready and stuff and the days where I think it was gosh was it yesterday or two days ago or whatever where I like I got up before all of my kids. I had a full outfit on. I did my hair, my makeup, and then I woke my kids up. It was like I was ready to conquer the freaking world. You know, I had a cup of coffee, which Dr. Heather Rhodes would yell at me for, but she always <laughs> tell me about that. I know, gosh, she's actually coming back on the podcast here in a couple of weeks. But I yeah, she's like, "What are you doing? Stop drinking coffee." Yeah, let your body do its thing. <laughs> I know. Okay, um, but but let me ask you this: Did your kids notice? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They always notice like I, I do feel like and whenever I have like a like a simple dress on or something, they're like, Oh, mom, that is a really pretty something or or honestly, which is maybe more embarrassing. They'll be like, what are you what are you doing? Why are you going? Wait, are you going somewhere? Dressed like, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not dressed up. I have jeans and a t shirt on. But thank you for noticing that I am not in your dad's clothes. So <laughs> They notice and they watch us. And I think that part of motherhood is teaching our children how to be independent and teach them that they're worthy and to take care of themselves, right? So if mom isn't modeling self-care in that very basic way of getting dressed, and so often we are like, oh, well, we have to get cute because we're going to Target. We have to get cute because we're going to dinner with friends. Or we have to get cute because of something outside of the home. Inside of the home is our biggest place of influence. Those mm-hmm. are the people we love most and those are the people that matter most. So we, why do we have it backwards as a society where we care more about what we look like for people that don't know us more than we do about the people that know us so well? Mm. 
And yep. yes, there's a comfort and I don't think you should have to always be on in your home. I There's a fine line there. I'm not saying like you have to be dressed to the nines in your home, but there is something to be said about finding your home important enough to get ready for. Absolutely. Well, and it's, and it's your home to get ready for it, but also what you're saying, it's yourself. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, where I feel like our whole community here between you and uh, and Dr. Heather Rhodes, and I know you've been on Allie's podcast, she's been on this podcast, like this whole community. And I don't know if you've been with uh, Kendra Hennessy or whatever, but like all of us, I feel like there's just this big message of like, screw freaking the hot mess mom culture, because we are almost like glorified for not, you know, for putting all of our energy into our kids and all of our you know, energy into whatever. And so it really is, it's deeper. It's like this mindset shift. Like, let me just grab you by the face chick and say, (laughs) you are worthy of a good pair of jeans. And you know, like it, that is okay. You know, like to spend that money. And it's funny because I work with money. Like that's like, I work with, I'm a budget coach. I'm a money coach. I work with people and their money. And I feel like this is sparking a conversation that I need to have with some of my, and they're all moms, you know, that I work with. And so I feel like this is sparking a conversation of a line in the budget that we might need to start. (laughs) Why is it that we put our kids in these like beautiful little outfits and go on for the day and we'll stay in pajamas? Would you send your kid out in pajamas? No, you wouldn't. So mom deserves it too. And not in a selfish, vain way, just in a way that is mutually, mutually respectful, where we all are worthy of having a cute outfit, right? And the fact that, we would even look at it as getting dressed in something that fits us as selfish is bizarre. <laughs> it's way bizarre. It is, and we live under this. The second lie that we tell ourselves when it comes to clothes is that we don't see anyone. We're just a stay-at-home mom. Well, first of all, you're a superwoman. You're not just a stay-at-home mom if you're a stay-at-home mom. And two, you see yourself first every day and you matter. It matters what you think of yourself. That affects how you act throughout the day towards yourself mentally, what you say to yourself, and then how you act outwardly towards your job and your family and everything. You can, you're so much more reactive when your thoughts are negative to yourself instead of being proactive when your thoughts are at least neutral, if not, you know, higher confidence level and feeling good about yourself. Oh, absolutely. I was like feeling really just like down, not, not like down, but just like, ugh. And I told my husband, like, you're gonna need to watch the kids. I'm gonna go like, do something. I don't even freaking know. And so I put my clothes on that I got from Stitch Fix that I felt good in. I went and got like a spray tan. I got my nails done. I like did all these things, which are very like surface level. But I went and got like a pumpkin cream cold brew. I was by myself. I was like, who am I? <laughs> this is it, like totally different. I'm like, like, a vacation. Already, like yeah, it's so good, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I had a, like a 30 minute conversation with my mom. I'm like, maybe I do like clothes. I've just been really confused. You know, I like to like look put together and, you know, whatever. And especially I think when you, I shouldn't say especially, we we're all on our own journey. But like, for me, I was a teacher. So I got up and got dressed and, you know, the whole nine every single day while I was mm-hmm. a mom. And then I transitioned to be a stay-at-home mom where I was like, at first, you know, I'm like, thank God, give me my husband's sweatpants. You know, that's right. like a perk of being married. Right. Uh, you know, And then it just kind of turned into like babies and postpartum. And that's kind of what we've been wearing. So, or what I've been wearing. Um, but like you said, it's fine. Wear your husband's sweatpants every once in a while. That's not every the once in a while. <laughs> yes, we should allow ourselves those days. But 
those things that you mentioned that seem so surface, uh, spray tan, a pedicure, a coffee, I call those things style barriers, where sometimes we hide from these simple little things that we know would make us feel better, but we don't do this, do them almost like a self-sabotage. Like I know that not getting a spray tan for me is a style barrier, especially in the summer. I won't wear shorts. I won't wear a dress. I Mm. won't wear the cute clothes if I don't go get a spray tan. I won't wear my swimsuit at the pool. And it's almost this self-sabotage thing that I have to snap myself out of. If I don't get a pedicure, I'm not wearing the cute sandals. If if I just paint my nails, I feel so much better and I'm so much more likely to put on a cute outfit. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. But knowing your style barriers and then scheduling those. Schedule a day every month where you go get these things done or every week or whatever you can afford time and budget-wise. Those little things that make you feel like you are so important and they really play into the whole style realm of Absolutely. getting dressed. It all goes together. Absolutely. And I feel like too, um, let's also as women celebrate the fact when we see someone else out having their nails done or their hair done or you know what I mean? Like their spray tan or whatever, instead of the whole must be nice narrative. Or, oh my gosh. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like there's, I'm not going to get into the whole, I mean, <laughs> I just, a whole conversation. <laughs> I would say, we might just have to have you back to have that conversation, <laughs> but you know, it's like, let's, it, it is hard when we are, you know, like myself today, wearing my husband's sweatpants and all this stuff. And then I'm like going through the line, you know, the pickup line. And then there's somebody with their Starbucks looking how I looked two days ago, you know? And I'm like, right. I want to do that again. And there's some sort of like reward in that. For like, oh, we, we're together. We all look like a hot mess. And she, there's something wrong with her because she's looking cute in the carpool line, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, villainized. And we, we do need to stop that. There's nothing wrong with being cute. And maybe you'll influence other people to think about, you know, how they're showing up and it's okay to look good and feel good. And if your kid sleeps through the night, or if you go get your hair done, like that's okay. And you're more likely to get dressed when you take care of yourself and get sleep and eat better and all of those things. Absolutely. And there's going to be a way to do this too. I'll just come in with my money money uh, conversation here, but there's going to be a way to do this too, where, you know, like before five years ago with our store, we were like crazy in debt and just like dumb with money. I probably didn't have, you know, much money to like go and, you know, do all of these things because we were, we had, we were in debt and the whole nine, but again, you can go get a cute OPI nail polish from, you know, whatever you can go get the sunless tanner lotions that you can rub on yourself for (laughs) 10 bucks. You know, there's probably some better than others. Like you said, you could go to Goodwill and just, or get it, you know, whatever the secondhand shops are and get a good, you know, uh, more expensive for that place, pair of jeans. Like there's things that you can do. And now where I'm at in my life where we are debt free and we are building wealth now, you know, just my husband was like, go. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's been such this like reserve because we've been on this like money journey for so long. And so it almost seems like too frivolous or, you know what I mean? Something to spend my money on that. But the truth is, is like, that is a worthy bucket to put your money in. And I would, it really is a worthy bucket to put your money in. And I would be willing to bet on the fact that it improves your marriage. It improves your motherhood. It improves your mental health. And you can't put a price on those things, right? Like 
I have had four or five clients so far in my journey where moms, I've had husbands call me and say, my wife is wearing nursing bras. Our baby is two and a half. She hasn't nursed in a year and a half. Like, can you help us? I've had four or five clients become pregnant after just getting dressed. <laughs> and they they were all oops. <laughs> None of them were planned. So I always warn moms like, hey, if you don't want any more babies. I say, don't take me on as a client okay. quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> but getting dressed has I have watched it firsthand affect marriages. Like it it's worth so much more than the price on a pair of jeans. It well, really and is. Let's just talk about bras for a second. I don't even know if you but like oh, when yeah. you're nursing I mean, I think that's why I'm laughing as you're saying that because I was literally doing an Instagram live. Gosh, this was like a year ago or something. And I was not pregnant. Um, I think I was, it was right before I got pregnant. I don't know. But my three-year-old was two something. And I had a nurse for over a year. And I was <laughs> I was literally in this cute like top that kind of hung off the shoulder and my, my, I guess my nursing bra, whatever. Anyways, I was talking. I moved my hands a lot when I talk and it like mm-hmm. came unclipped. And I'm like, that's embarrassing. Oh. That was a, I didn't like fall down, but it was like, let me just clip my nursing bra back. And I have a two-year-old. And I'm I not mean, nursing. if you're still nursing, that's fine. But I'm just like, but your, but you, your chest changed. You know what I mean? Your boobs changed so much after you're nursing. So that's the other thing. Like go out and buy a nice bra. <laughs> yes. I have a, an Instagram. I did an Instagram live with Allie. I did one um, with my friend Emily and I have one on my Instagram about getting a bra fitting and putting your mom boobs into a bra so it looks like you got a breast lift without surgery. There you but go. The bra has to fit. It's so important to have a bra that fits. It just makes your clothes look so much better and then you feel better. You just I want to burn my nursing bras when I'm done. I'm like, oh I'm my so gosh. over these things. I, they are so ugly. <laughs> They're yeah. so bad. They're just like Um, so, okay. So can we, let's pivot for a second. And can you kind of talk about some of the steps that, that you take to help moms, I don't know, like get their style back. Like you were talking about getting measured for bras, but even I'm sure getting measured for like pants or, you know, remeasuring your body as it is, as it stands right now (laughs) and, you know, accepting kind of your postpartum body, which is actually a conversation we're having next week on the podcast with a, with the guest. Um, so this is all going to kind of go together. So different styles people have, like, just speak into that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. The first thing I would recommend for you to do, even if you are nursing, is to get go get fitted for a bra. Soma, Nordstrom, if that is in your budget, they have a great nursing bra that really fits you well. Like if you're going out of the house, I would highly me- recommend wearing like to dinner or something, um, not just like carpool line, but get fitted for a bra that feels good no matter what stage you're in. And then the second thing would be to measure your body today. And I have a freebie I can give you to put for all of your listeners that teaches you how to measure your body. Because once you measure your body, you know what your true shape is. And then you know what silhouettes are going to be most flattering on you. Not to say these are rules. I don't do fashion rules. I just do guidelines. These are guidelines on how to dress your shape. But if you want to wear something else, break the guidelines. There are no rules for fashion. (laughs) And start there. Start with the foundation of knowing, okay, what kind of jeans do I actually need? Because if you are have a long torso, you're going to need a high-rise jean. If you have a short torso, you're going to look like Steve Urkel putting on a pair of high-rise jeans. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just having that knowledge and being empowered 
makes all of the difference. And we don't take that step of having the knowledge of how to buy a pair of jeans that fits our body. And so we end up trying 20 pairs that don't work. And we have no idea why they're not working. I want to we probably just pick the best one. And yeah, what's still doesn't the best work. of the worst, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. And I want to give you the tools to buy the best of the best, to know what inseam you need, what rise you need, what fit you need. Do you need curvy jeans or do you need regular? Do you need petite or tall or average? Like, what do you need in a pair of jeans? Because every woman deserves a great pair of jeans that fit so perfectly. Absolutely. I love that. And so when you are talking to moms, I know that are you so okay, so I did stitch fix. I'm I'm assuming you know how that works where they just Mm -hmm. send, you know, you do the whole yes, I like this, no, I don't, whatever. So your services, is it I don't want to compare you to Stitch Fix because I know that's probably like annoying. But like I'm just but that's like at least a frame of (laughs) like a frame of reference. Um, you know, obviously they don't work one on one, you do, but like at least it's a frame of reference of how of people knowing how kind of a clothes styling agency or whatever you want to call it works. So how are you, I'm sure, different from that, but what kind of services do you provide? Yeah, very different. So I I think Stitch Fix is great after you've determined your true style and body shape and what you need to be able to shop intentionally. I think there's so much power in you having the knowledge instead of, and I say you, but like any of us, right? versus someone telling us what we should wear. So my, I offer a course that walks you through each step. So I would say start with a great pair of jeans, a bra fitting, and a cute shirt. And just notice your mental health difference. And then, like I talked about at the beginning, how your day is so different from when you didn't get dressed. Once you have that quick win of one outfit that feels good, just like you had the quick win with the Stitch Fix outfit, right? Like, oh, maybe I do like clothes. Maybe it's it's just all the other stuff that was bogging me down. Um, so once you figure out like, okay, this actually is a thing. I feel better when I get dressed. Then you can go through the steps that I teach in my course of finding your personal style. So instead of a copy paste swipe up, like I'm just going to swipe up and buy the shirt she has. And then you get it home and you're like, it doesn't look anything like that on me. I hate my body. It doesn't look right. Why does nothing ever work for me? I hate shopping. See, this is why I don't shop because nothing ever works. I want to put a stop to that. And you can put a stop to it by knowing your true style, your true body shape. What does your life actually entail? How do you prioritize getting dressed for your actual schedule? Not the schedule you used to have or the schedule you dream of, but your real life today. So often we have nothing to wear because we open our closet and it reveals a person we used to be. And Mm -hmm. you can't get dressed for the playground in your corporate clothes, right? Or your teacher clothes in your case. So really prioritizing your lifestyle and getting dressed for that, editing your closet, knowing how to put together outfits, and then knowing how to shop with intention. That's what I teach you in my course. So you could take all of that information, know how to shop with intention, and then order from Stitch Fix or Target or wherever you want to order from and do it with intention. So you are building a curated, I call it a mama form, wardrobe that works for you in all aspects, instead of randomly adding pieces to your closet that sometimes make outfits. Well, and I love that you said you're dressing, like you go into your closet and it's like, okay, that is who I used to be. And then I also, um, I'm I'm way better at this now, uh, now that I've like decluttered some of my wardrobe, but it used to be too. I mean, I, I was obsessed with buying like really cute heels. I hate heels. I hate them. I don't freaking wear yeah. them. 
number one, I don't wear them. Number two, I don't even have anything to wear with them. Um, but like, I love them. I mean, I had, I'm t- talking four inch heels. Like, listen, I am telling you, I am a t-shirt, like flats girl, like a, you know, uh, what are they called? Converse kind of girl. And I mean, I had probably like 10 or 11 pairs and I'm like, what am I doing with these? (laughs) In my mind, I'm like, I would love to just, you know, be all cute and like go out with these cute things. And I'm like, that is just not, that is not me. So I ended up donating them for a girl who is that because it's just not me. But I filled up so much of my stuff. So I'm like, okay, I got teacher stuff, which I don't do. And I got, you know, Heels bougie, like <laughs> out of New York City stuff. I'm like, what is happening? This is why I'm like, and then I just turn around to my husband's side, like, this will work. This will work for the, for my schedule today. That yeah. is the thing. I think one of the biggest um, areas that I work on with people is differentiating between what do I love to look at and what do I love to actually wear. So mm-hmm. knowing, like, you could look at heels and appreciate them and give your heels to someone who actually could they would serve and knowing to be okay with that. Like those are really beautiful and I love to look at them, but I'm never actually going to wear them. So I'm going to go buy a pair of cute sneakers. And that is really powerful. And I think it's very empowering as a woman to be able to make, especially working in your realm with budget, like make a really wise decision on what's going to serve you and be able to have gratitude for something that's beautiful, but knowing you don't need to spend money on it. Yes, absolutely. And then just having like a some kind of amount, even if it's 20 bucks a month, or depending on where you're at in your money journey, you know, and and you could save that every month. Okay, now Mm -hmm. I have $40. Now I'm gonna go, you know, the cute shoes that I just bought that are my favorite, they're like 39 bucks. So it's, you know, you don't have to spend a freaking arm and a leg on all of that. So you don't, I love that. Um, And so okay, I could keep going forever. But (laughs) can we end on you talking about, I know that you talk about different, and this could be, again, a whole conversation, but it is what it is. Can you 10,000 foot view us for the different <laughs> styles, like the the main types of styles that moms or not even moms, women in general typically kind of fall into? And so I, I, I don't know if it was on your Instagram or another podcast that I had heard you on or something where you talked about, we have like a primary and a secondary maybe yeah. or three. Okay. So can you go yeah. into that? We typically have a primary and secondary and I have a really fun quiz that I can give you a link to that um, listeners can take. But you typically either fall into one of these five, classic, edgy, sporty, feminine, or boho. You, Most women have one that's their primary and then they love another one that's secondary. Under each of those categories, there's a lot. For instance, classic would be like minimal, neutral, Preppy would fall under classic. Structured would fall under classic. So you'd have to find your subtitle under there. And then your secondary, like maybe you love flowy dresses and you're a classic boho. Or maybe you're like me and you're classic edgy. I love like a leather jacket with structured everything else. Mm. Or even the structure of a leather jacket, but that edginess of the biker leather jacket. So knowing what style types you fall under really helps you shop with intention I like you love to look at heels that could be very feminine, very chic, but your actual style is sporty, right? With some sneakers. So just knowing that is so powerful and helps you from, helps you not to waste money and actually fill your closet with clothes you love to wear instead of having a closet full of nothing to wear. Well, and it really just helps you step into your own because I feel like when I see other girls, 
wear like the cute heels with their skinny jeans and their whatever, you know, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And then I will put that on. And I'm like, this sucks. This is not comfortable. <laughs> I do not like right? this. I wish I, I wish that I liked it and you look very cute in it, but I just don't. So this is not happening. And just knowing that and being okay with it, I think is one of the biggest steps in our style journey. Like, let me just do some of that back work to be okay with who I am and what I like, instead of feeling like we have to like what everyone else has. Because the world wants to tell us so many stories about what we should be wearing and really knowing, no, this is what I'm wearing and I love it. Oh my gosh, that just brings so much confidence and power to a woman. And I think this conversation, Jamie, is really powerful because I think that I think that when a lot of women will listen to this or whatever and they start to think, and this is literally all across the board, not even just with clothing. It's like, what do you like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> because I feel right? like there's been there's been so many, like if you ask me like what style I was, I mean I probably would say sporty, but I don't know. I kind of like like I just don't know um mm-hmm. a lot of like what I would like or whatever even like hey what are your what do you like to do for fun so many people if I ask that question I don't know watch mm-hmm. Paw Patrol like especially moms with little kids yeah yeah like it's like it's um, like you said at the very beginning it's almost like you lose who you were and it's okay to like you're different you know you you know who what you used to like when it was all about you because you were you know whatever and you know maybe what you see with other people like oh I could like that but like genuinely what do you like because I love having my nails done I hate going to get them done that does not I love getting a pedicure done mm-hmm. I like to have a spray tan you may not you know I'm not you but right. just in general someone right. else may not um you may love boho I may not you may whatever it might be and so it's like I don't I don't know I feel like we almost as women and moms need to start to ask ourselves so many times daily like what do you like yeah <laughs> who am I don't know. now yeah, because we're not trying to go back to who we were, like you said. Just like we, I hate that snapback culture of a bounce back. Let's bounce back to who we were. We're not going to be her ever again. So let's get comfortable in who we are now. And that includes, yeah, what do you like to wear? What do you like to read? What do you like to do for fun? And those are really important questions. Yep. And it's, it's okay to change. Maybe you used to be X and now you are, you know, maybe you used to be all feminine and whatever, and now you're athletic. It's cool. It's yeah, all good. Our style changes as our life changes, our taste, like what we need to wear. Maybe you used to love heels, but now you need sneakers. So you buy fashion sneakers. Like there's a way to transition that still makes you feel like you. I wouldn't wear Nike trainer sneakers with my outfits because that's too sporty for me personally. I used to be a heels girl living in New York City. That was what I loved. So now I wear fashion forward sneakers. I just make it work for me. So once you know how to transition and what you love, it's a lot easier of a process too. Right. And so like what you love doesn't mean that it's just because you don't love, I don't know, whatever style on you doesn't mean it's ugly on someone else. It means that they're beautiful in that you're beautiful in that you feel beautiful in that, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just the whole thing that we need as, as women's in general, moms, especially, especially I will just go out on the limb and say, stay at home moms, probably more because I definitely got dressed way more when I was out of the home working. Right. Um, But Okay. Well, Jamie, this was such a great conversation. I literally feel like I wrote down a million other questions. So (laughs) maybe we'll have you back on at some point, but I'm really excited about this next 
couple weeks, you guys um, who are listening, we have another guest coming on next week who is all about loving your postpartum body. We're having Dr. Heather Rhodes back on to talk about diet culture and all kinds of stuff. So I'm really excited how these are all, all these interviews are starting to kind of fall into place to help support you guys. So Jamie, thank you so much for coming on. Can you just let my listeners know where can they get in touch with you, follow you, possibly work with you if that's what they're wanting? Can you just let us know how we can yeah, contact you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find everything linked from my Instagram. It's at Jamie Baker underscore. It's Jamie, J-A-M-M-I-E. It looks like Jamie, but Jamie Baker underscore. And I have linked my course you can take. I have a monthly membership for moms that's really fun called the Style Society. Um, You can take my quiz from there. Get on my weekly newsletter where I send outfits every week to your inbox. There's lots of fun links straight from Instagram. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome. Okay. And I will link you guys all of this in the show notes. So it's really easy. And just some other, can you, okay. So you said good American, you said Nordstrom for a fitted bra. I'm trying to think if we had anything else on the top of your head, like just that we. Absolutely. Yes. Look into good American jeans. My second favorite is Madewell. My third more budget friendly is Abercrombie mom jeans. Get you a pair. You will not be disappointed. Oh, see, I thought that was like middle school, Abercrombie, man. (laughs) They've been rebranded and they are amazing. Um, Get fitted at Nordstrom is my number one pick. Soma is my second. Don't go to Victoria's Secret. They will lie to you. They will not fit you. We're we're too grown for that. Um, Go to somewhere that can really give you the support that you need, not just a pretty bra. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're small chested, wear pepper is an online company that I suggest going to. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I will link all of those in the show notes, you guys. So Jamie, thank you again so much for coming on. I'm sure everybody loved this conversation. I, I know I did because this is the exact season of life that I am in. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking to women in this season, especially since I'm walking through it right now with you. Yes. we have, Yeah. We both have a three-year-old and like a 12-week-old. So <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, thank girl. You, thank you. Okay, tell me you did not love that episode (laughs) because I'm telling you, I'm so mad after we stopped recording. We started talking about different underwear to wear postpartum, especially after you have a C-section, different types of nursing bras, um, you know, different types of just everything. And I feel like we need to almost do another episode or a live where we talk about like intimate wear. Uh, just postpartum in general. So we'll see. I'm so mad, but it is what it is. She's amazing. Go follow her on Instagram. Uh, I follow her on there as well. And so I am just hoping you guys love this conversation. I hope it gave you a breath of just hope to, you know, go go get something that fits, right? I love that she said, you know, we work so hard to fit in our clothes and really we need to make our clothes work harder to fit us just in general. And I've also heard, she did not say this exactly, but so I'm not going to quote her, but this is basically what she's saying is that we need to buy clothes that fit us. We need to stop trying to fit into clothes. Come on, moms. (laughs) We do so much, right? We got, we got too much to having to be, we got too much going on for us to be unbuttoning our button every time we sit down or, you know, whatever else, you know, that you will drop a pretty penny on your kids at Carter's or wherever else. And again, we're not talking about going to spend $15,000 on clothes, like just one pair of good jeans that you wear four days a week. Like that's great. And when we start to be confident, not only in our own skin, but in clothes that fit us and flatter us with the body that we have now, not the size zero or, you know, whatever, um, that we were in high school, 
when we embrace the women and the mothers that we are now and we show our self-love to our children by the way that we dress, right? There's a difference in being like, I don't know, we were talking about it. There's a, It's not being vain. <laughs> it's just about getting dressed. That is like a basic necessity. Clothing is a basic success, a necessity along with like housing and food. Clothing is one of those. So you don't have to spend a million dollars, but spend the time to just make sure you have some things that fit so that you can really show up for the life that you were meant to live here on earth. All right, guys, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I look forward to walking with you to help you find your grit while completely covering you in grace.